Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to Achtung Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. I am sat in the ground a little early today, come over by train rather than motorised um, transport, not for any kind of Extinction Rebellion reasons, dear listeners, more because I'm going straight out after the game tonight, so I'm um, coming by train, so I'm a little bit early, and I thought I'd take the chance to give a tryout to Husky Chocolate, um, which I've just bought downstairs in the in the West Upper um, catering um, lounge, um, so I've picked up a, a, a a polystyrene cup full of uh, husky chocolate. I have yet to try. I thought you could share this moment of um, oral ecstasy with me as I give it a go now. It's coming a, um, it's a non-branded cup just to set the scene. Um, it's a kind of brown um, polystyrene cup with this standard plastic top on top. So I'm going to give it a go. Um, but stay with me whilst I um, delve into the realms of chocolate pleasure, dear listeners. Here we go. That's quite nice. It's um, it's a bit like uh, like 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 um, Bourneville cocoa your mum used to make back in the olden days. Any younger listeners might not know what I'm on about, but it's it's kind of like old school. Mum's done it, um, nice and sweet. Not over sweet. I've heard some reports it's over sweet. It's not over sweet for me anyway. Nice and chocolatey. It's very pleasant. Nice and warm. Um, it's a hit. I'm going to recommend Husky Chocolate. Uh, I'm going to tag them into the show. Um, so that, you know, I can maybe get like a, a vast amount of sponsorship and retire to a Caribbean island and follow Millwall via iFollow on, online. Um, till then, um, I'll be back in a moment with the uh, arrival of the two teams, dear listeners. So, Husky Chocolate, I'm going to give it a five, out, a five out of five. Five out of five. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtun Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side. The right side free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton they've got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Mil 
good afternoon, one and all. Welcome to the den. My name is Nick Hart. Welcome to Achtung Millwall. We are here for yet another um, crucial game for the Lions. I think yet another season-turning matchup against seventh-place Bristol City this afternoon, dear listeners. Um, we're running out of games if we can't make this one today. I do think that mid-table obscurity is where we're we are bound. But but you can never say never at the den, can you? Dear listeners, you join us on a sunny but cool afternoon here there in South Bermondsey. Teams are just coming out onto the pitch as you'll gather behind me. Lions this afternoon in their familiar dark blue and white. Bristol City will be in red by the looks of things. Uh, they've got a red tracksuit. I'm going to guess that's a red shirt on underneath there. They're traditional colours. Return of Matt Smith up front. Looks like it's going to be a 4-4-2. Uh, Harry's favourite player up front, big Matt Smith. Uh, chance of Conor Mahoney in midfield. Um, Alex Pierce drops to the bench this afternoon. So your Lions team will be Bartosz, Bielkowski in goal. Back line will be Jake Cooper. Uh, Sean Hutchinson on either side will be Murray Wallace, Marlon Romeo. Midfield, Ryan Woods and Jason Malumbi on the wings. Jed Wallace, Conor Mahoney up front. Tom Bradshaw, Tom Bradshaw and Big Matt Smith. I thought we looked better with Tom Bradshaw on the pitch the other night against Birmingham. Con Mahoney, Ryan Woods, from me still, the uh, the jury is, is retiring, considering his verdict. Not proven either way yet. It'd be lovely to see both come good this afternoon. Bristol City come into today's game in seventh position, 53 points. Um, we're all um, chasing sixth spot. Preston North End there on 56 points. We're on 50 in tenth position as this afternoon's proceedings begin. So if we're going to start... Now is a very, very good time, dear listeners. I hope you'll agree. In typical Acton Millwall fashion, I did do a load of prep notes, um, stored it on my phone. I thought, I thought, crucial words, I thought, um, haven't actually in real life. So I'm going to have to blag this afternoon's game. But you don't join this show for in-depth stats and analysis, dear listeners. There was one um, ominous one doing the rounds after the nil-nil draw at Birmingham. A sky graphic with somebody had shot in... Um, arty black and white for some reason they had their own reflection in the screen of their iPad, it looked like Colonel Kurtz from the uh, Apocalypse Now Marlon Brando, the end scene behind the uh, these awful stats of with bottom of the table in um, goals from open play goals from any other direction other than the set piece it seemed to me but still, hope springs eternal dear listeners, hope springs eternal it's going to be Bristol City that kick us off Lions will be attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with English legislation since Anglo-Saxon times and the venerable bead and the ecclesiastical history of the English-speaking people. Away we go. Beautiful sunny afternoon. The floodlights are on. The den is half in shadow and half illuminated by a wonderful winter sunshine as we are on the 29th of February, the, uh, the bonus day, what comes but once every four years. Bristol coming today's game with some awful form behind them. I did write all this down, as I said earlier on. That's going to be an early corner on the right side there. One and a half minutes on the on the clock. One draw and four losses is, 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 is lurking in the depths of my memory. If only I'd written it down. We might not be much good from open play, but we are pretty good from set pieces. There's another graphic that I saw on, the, on, on Wednesday night, um, which showed we score most of our goals from, we're one of the more dangerous sides from set pieces. Incidentally, apologies for not making it down here on, on Wednesday. I felt I felt a touch guilty. I don't know why I should feel guilty. 
after what 40 odd years of just renewing the season ticket and you feel, still feel guilty when you don't make it other things intruded just couldn't get over her in time on, on Wednesday night so I had to watch it on the telly which is a strange um, impersonal impersonal experience watching on TV but you do get lots of little bits and snippets of information in comes across from the, the right that's towards Sean Hutchinson penalised whistle hat ref Drab game Wednesday night. Did you see it? Were you here? Did you watch it? I watched it on the telly and blimey, on one of those nights where you're glad you couldn't make it and circumstances force you to um, watch your Sky, your Sky sub service, you know. Dreary game for three quarters. We livened up late but no cutting edge. I think that's been the story of the season. Just 40 goals for Millwall from 35 games. Decent crowd in the house. This is a crucial game. I think if we don't get anything out of today, Might as well consign the season to mid-table obscurity. Bradshaw being penalised there to the disagreement, shall we say, of the Millwall crowd. Nine minutes, Bristol then with this uh, left-sided corner. And it was taken short. Took me by surprise. This is the three from the edge of the penalty. It's shot into the box. That's bouncing around. It's 1-0. Shot into the, into the line defenders. It rebounds back to the 32. And then decides to go over to the Millwall crowd and uh, celebrate with them. 1-0 Bristol, nine minutes. The short corner deceived everyone. I mean, it, it pulled me, um, caught me by surprise, I will say that. Ball into the box, comes back out to the edge of the penalty area, and then the F32 shoots in. Quite nicely done. Bristol taking an eternity to reform, as, uh, as I say on every show. Maybe one day someone in authority will decide to pick up on this shit, because I think it's, um, it's poor. Poor when we do it, poor when they do it, poor when everyone does it. But, you know, there we are. I feel like I'm... Shouting into the podcast wind. Ten minutes in, we're a goal down. Some controversy on, on Wednesday night with the disallowed Birmingham goal, which I think the referee saw the, the push on uh, Jake Cooper that won the chance to, to score. I think it was a good decision. I can see why he took the decision. I can see why you, you might feel disgruntled if you're a Birmingham fan, but thankfully we're not Birmingham fans, so, you know, that's that really, isn't it? One thing you do notice when you're watching Sky Television's coverage is how... Um, no, it's not anti-Millwall, the, the commentary, but it's pro anyone else but Millwall. Um, they were talking about Birmingham like they were Barcelona. Admittedly, it was a poor game. Ball spread out wide left. That goal has taken the den slightly by surprise. I wouldn't describe it as stunned, but it's certainly um, knocked us back a little bit. We're looking a little bit second best at the moment, dear listeners, unfortunately. I'm not sure about the, uh, the reversion to, to 4-4-2. Is this season, hard, you know, is it, is it a season that you're disappointed with, dear listeners? Or is it one where you're thinking to yourself, on balance, it could have been a hell of a lot worse? I mean, logically, I, I will know that. I know that it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And when uh, Neil Harris left us in October, things weren't looking so good. And we were looking behind us rather than being disappointed that we're not, not now probably going to make the top six. Um, but it still does feel like um, something's been stolen from us in some way. I'm not sure what it is that's been stolen from us. Um, our soul, our dreams, perhaps, I don't know. It's such a human nature. If you, if you have a, a glimmer and a prospect of something, you feel disappointment when, as seems probable, it doesn't materialise. Whereas if you escape something at the death, you feel exhilarated by it. It's, um, it's in the Millwall nature, I suppose, isn't it? Nice ball, spread the ball, played wide there. This finds Marlon Romeo surging forwards on 15 minutes. Lions haven't really threatened at all. Bristol do have red shirts behind the ball. Matt Smith wants but we can't find the right kind of ball for him. This is Tom Bradshaw. Gets clattered, but nice ball nevertheless. Rightwards finds Marlon Romeo. Ball into the box, bouncing around. It falls to 
Mahoney who's skew whiffed it, skew whiffed it. I think almost handballed it. My batter of his hand, he, he kind of um, lost his footing. Lions are in possession. We are on the attack. Chance for Mahoney to um, make good that little moment of embarrassment. Ball into the box and a slick header. Oh, wide flick header by Tom Bradshaw. Wide, 16 and a half minutes. That's built the guy the crowd into play, dear listeners. Quickly taken throwing, trying to find Jeb Wallace. It just falls into his back. His back. There's a shot from Matt Smith on target. Goalkeeper did well to to bat that down and, and control it in the face of uh, Tom Bradshaw from the left there by Matt Smith. Comes towards 21 minutes. The goal down as we approach the halfway point of the first half. It's largely even. Um, sloppy defending really for the goal, which has cost us a lot of football yet in this game. You get a sense. Nice work there by Murray Wallace. Steals the ball on the left. He's got a chance across the ball and there's no one there. Uh, nice work to steal the ball and then collect there and make that little run down the left. He shows flashes of inspiration in that left-back position. And I know that he's... That's nice work by Conor Mahoney to collect the ball and he gets clipped. That's going to be a free kick on the right. Not given. Shocking decision by the, by the linesman. Ball breaks. This is now Murray on the, on the left. 22 minutes, 22 and a half minutes to be precise. As the speaking clock used to say. Oh, it's a poor, poor pass by Ryan Woods. Ryan Woods. Where do you stand on the Ryan Woods question, dear listener? Do you like him? Not convinced, not convinced myself so far. That was a poor ball there. I know everyone can make a poor ball once in a while, but I just don't see the, um, the, the dynamism um, and, the, and the, the forward kind of um, play that's, that's justified the hoo-ha about him. Brentford's player of the year a couple of years ago, I know that, but so far I've not seen the, the, uh, not seen the evidence to, to back all that kind of viewpoint. I also noticed on TV, he did bottle a challenge in the second half as we were attacking the, the Colborough in the second half, there's a 50-50 ball. That's a poor pass. This gives uh, Conor Mahoney a chance to release Matt Smith 1-2. He's trying to find Mahoney, now it's going to be too long. The, the, the four will put it into touch over on the right side. 20, coming towards 24 minutes. Of course, I'd love Ryan Woods to, you know, redeem himself and ram those words down my throat. It's a nice ball forward. Can Wild find it? He's, oh, the linesman couldn't know that that had gone out of play. He was behind the ball. I was dead in line with it. I think he caught it bang on the line. The linesman put his flag up behind the run of play. He could not know that that was out. Another shocking decision. What did that man say in the, the previous game? Lino, you're bent. Not in a homophobic way, though, of course. A couple of comments on the WhatsApp group. He blames Wallace being played out of position and he says, Conor Mahoney can fuck off to Salford City. If he's listening, career advisor. Man of strong views is our H. Oh, he always gives a dodgy ball to Woods. Who we do pass our way out of it somehow. Manchester City style. And we find uh, Marlon Romeo on the right. He's got Wallace making a mazy run in front of him and he does find him in the event. 33 minutes now. This is... Jed on the right, beats his man, ball into the middle, that's across the face of the goal. Closest chance yet we've had. Nice move, nice cross. No one could connect, 33 and a half minutes. I think I prefer Jed on the, on the right and Connor on the left. Uh, like Harry, I will, I will agree with Harry there. Some really nice messages for little Harvey Brown from the players, Jed. And I, I think, um, think Aidan O'Brien and one or two others doing the rounds on, on social media, really nice to see. And also, we just want to say well done to Mel Bingham and those that organised the, 
plaque to Fusilier Lee Rigby, which was unveiled earlier on today. I couldn't get here in time for that, unfortunately, but well done to everyone for that. So well done, everyone. Well done for the club for organising and, and allowing that to take place. There would have been many that might not have um, gone along with that. 37 minutes, a couple of chances, a nice turn there by Marlon, but not huge amounts of report. There was that cross earlier on from Jed. One or two moments where we've looked dangerous, but as um, the statistic had it, on Wednesday, we are rock bottom of the Open Play League for, for a reason. Menspharmacy.co.uk. If you're looking to buy your Viagra, dear listeners, that's where you want to go. Big um, advert. It did make me laugh, incidentally. Just a thought as I'm looking at a Viagra advert. Um, I kept apologising for industrial language on uh, Sky Television three times. I counted them all, made a little note, because that's the kind of thing I do when I'm sitting watching the football. Make little notes. And three times I apologised for anything you might have heard, and that would include the word fuck. Almost certainly fuck. At the same time that they're apologising for the word fuck whilst the Viagra advert goes round on the advert screen here, the lead advert screen, which sort of a ball in from the right, it's going to go for a corner. I couldn't help but think of Marlon Brando's speech in Apocalypse Now, where the, the US uh, Army disciplined young soldiers for using the word fuck whilst. Um, bombing civilians, you know, anyway, we're quite extreme, I know, but it seemed quite ironic that we're selling Viagra and complaining about the word fuck. Might be in the word cunt as well. But then, you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't, the two go hand in hand, so to speak. So I'll leave it there. I think I'll probably be better off leaving that subject line at that point. They will be looking for a winner. Their season probably was, uh, would almost start to look uh, as, as faint as ours if they lose today, so... They're looking for a win as much as we are, dear listeners. Let's take and show. This is they, they have gained some success. This is the three on the edge of the premise. That's, that's cleared that time. That's how they gained the goal. They put, caught the three and caught the middle defence cold. That's one thing I have noticed recently. We have been defensively caught cold early on in the games. We, drew, we dodged a bullet against Birmingham early. And we conceded early today, comparatively speaking. So... Maybe that's what uh, Rowett means by defensive reinforcements. Maybe um, we're not attacking in the right way because we haven't got defenders that will get forwards in the right way. I don't know. I'm no football um, tactician. I'm not one of these millennials that studied the football management games and programmes. Ball breaks. This is, this is now Marlon on the right. He's got Jed running ahead, 42 and a half minutes. Jed's crossing. He's behind the uh, Smith and uh, Bradshaw attacking line there, so it's kind of cleared. But straight back to mill possession, back to Marlon on the right. Another chance, there's a deeper, longer cross, there's going to be no one there unfortunately. Mahoney has to chase it down by the left side corner flag. A left sided corner with Jed Wallace, 43 minutes as the grey clouds gather above the den and the gathering darkness, floodlit green pitch below. It's going to be hoisted in, it's along the ground. It falls to, to Matt Smith. Referee's given a free kick, I couldn't see it quite, see why, the ball seemed to stick. Uh, Matt Smith's foot, it was played along the ground. Remarkable corner, it found its way to, to Matt Smith. The referee blew up for the ball seemed to stick to the ground. I don't know what happened there. Free kick awarded. I think you'll um, dwell long and hard on wondering what that was all about, dear listeners. Without, without joy, do feel free to leave us a voicemail message on our voicemail line. If you're dining from abroad, I would love to hear from anyone that follows this show around the world. So you'd be dialing um, the UK code, plus 44. Um, 0208, you'd probably have to drop the O, so it would be plus 44, 208, 144. 
0232. So plus 0232. Tell us where you listen to the show around the world and how you come to be a Millwall fan, how you come to follow us. Um, any good ones will play on the show. Um, be great if people get in touch. Millwall at gmail.com for the email. Give us your take on where the season's gone right or wrong, as, as you see it. I, I'm still a little bit torn between my glass being half full and half empty. It's not exactly been a dazzling half of football for me. We, we've looked brighter, brighter than the, the start of the, of, of the game. We, we've grown into the into proceedings. It's gone along. We've had a couple of chances where balls have been played into the middle, but as ever, the, the, the repeat cliche of the season is no cutting edge. No, no one to put the ball in the nets free kick awarded for mysterious reasons by the free uh, referee as I was talking there um, so yeah um, I would have thought we'd need to break the bank less for defensive uh, minded players and more for a forward litter blowing around the uh, the pitch giving a kind of a scrappy feeling to a scrappy game as it ticks down towards the final few seconds there's half time Mill nil, Bristol City one. Um, defensive sloppiness again costing us. We dodged it a couple of times in recent games, but we haven't dodged it today. Um, so we're going to half time, a goal down. We haven't looked bad in moments, but overall, same old story for Millwall. Uh, no goal scorer. Millwall nil, Bristol City one at half time. Achtung, Millwall. A few half time tweets as the smell of a. Uh, Moroccan black wafts around the uh, the festival, the, the free festival that is Millwall on a cold Saturday afternoon. Um, Grumpy Grimace, good old Grumps, a classic away performance here, he says, from Bristol City, who are offering very little going forwards and scoring with an only shot on target and they are sitting in to frustrate us. We need that creativity to unlock it. Would put Bennett and Bradshaw up top. We're not winning anything in the box, says Grumpy Grimace. Ryan Loftus says, frustrating half, but it's the same old problems. Just lacking threat going forwards, nothing new, can't expect it to change overnight, says Ryan. Uh, Samantha hopes, Samantha Jane hopes that Mahoney proves me wrong today. Fucking shithouse, she says. <laughs> I'm not sure he's proving you wrong, Sam. <laughs> I think he might be proving you very, very right. Um, great turnout for the unveiling of the memorial plaque for Lee Rigby, says Coldblow Lane 85. That was, it took place at 12.30 earlier on today. Incidentally, if you want to go see the plaque next time you're here at the den, if you can't make today, um, it's located by the uh, by the uh, the Leo Callahan um, bench, which is as you kind of approach in from the Zampa Road gates, just alongside there. Darth alcoholic reckons that Conor Mahoney is fucking shit. Um, I, I I I really really wanted Conor Mahoney not to be shit, Darth, but I I, I can't I can't fight you on that on that viewpoint. <laughs> And one from Doug in Stockholm who says, my update I've just put out is uh, worse than the shite you usually update us with. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> a few thoughts from the uh, WhatsApp group, just as the teams are back out for the second half. The listeners, Harry is saying, Ryan Woods is Tunnycliffe's ghost. Matt Smith is shit. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a standard thing for, for Harry. Uh, this is worse than most Harris performances. Mike Hayden, we're just trying to go down each wing and cross up. We just try and go down each wing and cross over. Why can't we push some bodies centrally? Bradshaw and Smith both ghosts. Uh, way we're playing, we don't have a chance. Frustrating as we feel we aren't playing to our potential at the moment, says, says Mike Hayden. 
Um, and Harry wants Matt Smith to do the decent thing and walk the plank into the River Thames. So but teams are out for the second half and we'll be attacking a Coblo lane end. Away we go. 45 minutes to, to save the season. Is it that dramatic? I think it. if it uh, hasn't gone already, then it's certainly um, dependent on what we do in the next 45. If we don't get anything out of this, then um, it really is mid-table respectability. Early free kick from Mill on the right. Be, uh, Jed Wallace standing over the ball. Takes it short with Sean Hutchins. This is Jed now on, on the right, attacking the uh, right side of the penalty. Cross into the box. That's Matt Smith. That's the ball bouncing around. There's Ryan Woods volleys it wide. Wide, wide, wide. Bright start off the Lions. Weather's brightened up. It got a bit grey earlier on. It's now a little bit brighter in the skies. Almost kind of um, heavenly sunbeams coming through the, the dark clouds. Like there's a kind of a celestial presence above Canary Wolf. Gary Rowett in his post-match interviews, which are always unfailingly honest in their, um, in their approach, has questioned the hunger of some of these players. How much do they want it? I think we've had the answer a little bit in the last few games, dependent on what takes place between now and 4.50 this afternoon. Um, I think we have had our answer that they are not, not hungry enough, not ambitious enough. Well, my own theory is that they, they um, resemble rabbits, you know, in, in the headlights of the big time. As I said the other night on the, sh on the fan show, some players, in American sports, particularly baseball, they refer to some players as big time. They step up in the big moments, the game-winning moments, the big kind of confrontational situations. And um, some players aren't. And I think our team has fallen, um, fallen short on, on what you might call big time mentality. Of course, I reserve the right to change my mind entirely if we turn this around this afternoon. Chance for Marlon to um, take quickly. I thought he was going to throw in longer than that, but he's got a chance to cross it deep now towards Matt Smith at the far post. He's got a looping header. It's an overhead kick from uh, Bradshaw. No power. Goalkeeper collects. 48 minutes. Well, I imagine Rowett's half-time team talk will be along the lines of it's now or never. Go and prove yourselves because um, if we don't win this afternoon, the rest of the season will be a chance for other younger players to come in. I, in my I, how I would see it anyway. I don't know about you, dear listener. Um, you know, we saw the, the youth team do very well the other night, beaten by one goal at Chelsea in the FA Youth Cup uh, against a team with massive, massive resources. And uh, they took the game to them, I understand. I didn't see it, read the reports. But there must be a chance for younger players to come through. And this, this remainder of the season would offer a, um, a route map, as they say, as a poor ball from Murray, for younger players to come in with the season kind of done now. I would like to see, you know, those those players being given the opportunity to, to step up. So one of the established first teamers will be also, in some cases, playing for next season. Malumbi will almost certainly go back to Brighton because he's, he's shown enough for me to uh, warrant Premier League football. And why wouldn't he want that? The ball floaty fall from Jed towards Tom Bradshaw. It's bouncing around the Bristol half. That's going to go out for a corner on the right side. Shut my moaning up. The right-sided corner, ticking towards 50 minutes. Shut your moaning up, Nick. Let's watch this right-side corner. Is this Mahoney to take? I believe it is. Into the middle, it's... Manich! Bad home from close by Matt Smith. Ball found its way across, almost kind of chested in by Matt Smith. Strange goal, it's gone in the net, it's one all. Game on! Ball floated in from the right. Let's watch it on the replay. So Mahoney's um, giving a fist pump to the crowd. Maybe someone's had a go at him. 
as it is, it's one each. No replay. Another set-piece goal, of course. I'm not sure we should be worrying too deeply about that. Judging by Mahoney's gesture on screen, it briefly flashed up after the goal. It was, um, perhaps he had been criticised by the, uh, the lower, the Jeremy Kyle lower. Rightly so, rightly so. I'm not knocking anyone that's criticised because he's been poor. But that cross was um, on the money and it's gone in the net and that's all he can do. More of that, Conor Mahoney, and they'll get behind you, mate. Bit of energy flying around the den now. We've had a few games where there's been no energy. No va-va-voom. No mojo. We've lost our mojo. But the mojo's back now. It's going to come in now from the, uh, the right. It's going to the near post. Matt Smith headed away. It's back to Mahoney on the, on the right. Takes his man on. Can he find another cross in? It's going to go by the peppering crosses into this into the Bristol goal. It's gone for another right side corner. 53 and a half minutes. Just run into trouble. It's gone. It's going to be a throw in. Ironic cheers from the uh, for the linesman for that decision. Jed cross into the box. Matt Smith on target down low. That the goalkeeper takes. Ryan Woods centrally. He's trying to find Sean Hutchinson who gets the ball back into the middle. It's gone just wide left. Headed back into the danger zone from Hutchinson. Players' bodies flying at it. It's just drifted wide left. 57 minutes. Much, much better spectacle in the second half, dear listeners. Mike Haynes says, we're fucking at it now, says Mike. I agree with you, Mike. Free kick mill wall. Just inside the, the Bristol half. Jed Wallace, stand over it, 58 minutes on the clock. Free kick Millwall, just right at the halfway line. The chance to float the ball forwards, it's angled in. There's Matt Smith, it's headed down. This is um, Malumbi. Gets the ball out to, to Mahoney, takes it well on his chest. It's floated across the box. There's, there's uh, Hutchinson with a header back. Floating her in the middle, bouncing around. Howes for a penalty, not given. That's going to go all the way back to Bart Belkowski. Good work there by, by Marlon. Bart sends it straight back from whence it came. Bounces down, his um, Hutchinson uh, trying to find Matt Smith. Couldn't quite control it as the ball was angled forwards by our new midfielder, Sean Hutchinson. The referee gives a free kick now. Bristol player claiming to have got clipped. Crowd disagreeing with it, as you'll, you'll gather. 59 minutes. Second half's been much, much improved from Millwall. Another ball into the mix. That's fallen to Tom Bradshaw. He's twist and turning, can he do? All into the side netting, side netting. Twist and turn, got a shot away, but it's into the side netting. 64 minutes. Ball breaks, this is this is the 14. Just outside the D. Runs it into trouble, and then Ryan Woods should recover, and does. He turns away slightly. Oh, a beautiful ball. Beautiful cross-field ball. I mean, I know I've criticised him, but that was a beautiful ball. Ball headed forwards, this is the... Uh, 14. He's got kind of like an 80s style electronic band, blonde, you know, platinum blonde with a darker sides haircut. Like he could be in a like a poor man's uh, depeche mode circa 1981. This is Mahoney now, 67 minutes halfway through the second half. Beats his man, but straight into a red shirt, unfortunately. Renewed my season ticket. Um, seems to have started early this, this year, the season ticket season. Renewal season seems to have started early. I'm not sure why that is. February is very early, but anyway, I might as well buy it now as wait till, you know, later on. What else would I do with myself on a Saturday afternoon? I suppose there's a philosophical question there. 
Ball breaks. This is this is uh, Jed Wallace now on the right. 69 minutes. Ball floated into the middle. That's into the goalkeeper's arms, unfortunately. What would you do on a Saturday afternoon if you weren't at Millwall? You'd probably find yourself in Tesco's, B&Q, those god-awful retail parks with furniture stores along the, uh, the arterial roads around our suburban areas of London. So you might as well come down to Den, follow the lions. If you don't know what you've got till it's gone. So uh, anyway, I renewed it. One or two uh, plaintive cries online of it's not the same as it used to be, or nothing is. Um, none of us are the same as we used to be, and nothing is the same as it used to be, and often the way it used to be weren't all that great. So, um, you know, renew your season ticket is my message. Bit of aimless play in midfield. Bristol quite happy to, to clear it anywhere will do at the moment. They seem to be feeling under the pressure. There's a ball in from Mahoney from the from the left. That's hoofed up in the way as Murray puts it back into the mix. It's almost finds its way through to, to uh, Bradshaw. Bouncing around, ping pong, styly. Uh, does uh, Murray with a loose ball, unfortunately, and that will give um, nice work by Ryan Woods. He shows flashes of something, I will say that for him. I'm not sure I'm in love with him. Looks like it might be Mason Bennett time, dear listeners. I was quite impressed with Mason Bennett on, on Wednesday night. Number 20, he's uh, trotting on the spot to warm up. 72, I would imagine, I would imagine Matt Smith, maybe. Or maybe he'll bring Bradshaw out. Sounds like a firm of solicitors to me, Mason Bennett. Who are you using to do your conveyancing? I'm using Mason Bennett. It's going to be Conor Mahoney that comes out. Good applause for Conor Mahoney. Um, the jury's still out for me on Conor Mahoney. How is it for you, dear listeners? Anyway, he's, he's gone out to applause this afternoon. It was the, the assist, the cross that got the goal, so um, that's all he can do. The nine on the, on the left into the solid challenge of, of Sean Hutchinson. A, a defensive um, colossus in the mill defence. That's nice work by Matt Smith. Wins, wins a throw in. Taken on the chest. There was a moment there where a faster player could have beaten his man but Matt Smith did very well to take that on his chest on the run there's another substitution it's going to be uh, Bod Varson's going to come in it's going to be Smith it is Smith he doesn't want he doesn't want to come out he's disappointed howled at the moon there Matt Smith he didn't want to come out good applause he's disappointed to come out there Matt Smith that's a good sign isn't it this is, this is uh, Bod Varson back to Murray Wallace Takes his man on. I think there was a moment where I thought he was out. The ball into the box. That's flashed across the face of the goal. Uh, Bradshaw was in attendance. But too far for him, unfortunately. Push, surely. Referee doesn't see a push right in front of him. Awful referee today, dear listeners, as you would have gathered. But this is now Bristol's chance to break. They're on the right side now. Come towards 80 minutes. Into the uh, shaft of sunshine across the den pitch at the, uh, the away end. 1-2 with the uh, the electro band man, number 14. That's going to go for a... Trying to claim a handball. It's gone for a corner. I thought it came off of um, the rear side. Must have come off of J uh, Jake's hand there. Referee's calling it accidental. 14 can't believe it. Doing lots of I can't believe it style gesture referee. As it is going to be a right side corner. Still complaining. He still can't believe it. Lots of clutching of foreheads. Still a dangerous situation. The sun is, is angled not very uh, favourably for Millwall. 
Balls into the mix, it's bouncing up high. Bart punches, I thought we could have taken that. He's opted to punch it, it's still in play on the on the right. That's gone nicely uh, tackled there by, by Mason Bennett. Right-sided throwing. Entree, Aidan O'Brien's going to come out for, for Tom Bradshaw. He's put a real shift in this afternoon. Good applause from the den for Tom Bradshaw. Aidan O'Brien, after Matt Smith, the second hottest striker at the den in terms of minutes per goal, 202 minutes per goal. And I know that will interest Harry Warren. I'm giving you a bird shit update. It's still here, by the way, dear listeners. Same bird shit that's been here for a couple of years now. Right side corner, 89 minutes. And it comes from, from Ryan Woods again. That's deeper, deeper, deeper. Boots bounced up and away, and Malumbi gets caught. Howes for a penalty, the referee gives it the other way. <laughs> How is that? Two mill bodies on the floor. Somehow free kick's been awarded to Bristol. Fans starting to drift off now. We're coming down to the last uh, minute or so by my watch. Brinton has been played out for a mill throwing. Last chance saloon, perhaps, for this afternoon at least. Taken quickly. This is uh, now Aidan O'Brien on the left side of the penalty area. He's got Murray Wallace with him. Doing the do. Beats his man into the penalty area. His shot is over the bar. He opted to shoot from a very tight angle there, Murray. Overly ambitious? I think so. There it is. Millwall 1, Bristol 1. Um, much better second half from Millwall. I thought we, we looked better going forwards, more energy. Um, a draw probably isn't good enough for us overall, but um, much better showing from the lines in the second half. Well done to Matt Smith for getting the goal. And we're back after these messages. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
listening to Act Tongue Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. It's the number one Millwall show, and a rich source of wit, repartee, and football wisdom. If you like us, why don't you give us five stars and a kind review on the Apple Podcast app? If you do, I'll love you a long time. It's Sunday morning night, man. Sunday morning night, man. Sunday morning night. So welcome to the Sunday morning nightmare, dear listeners. After that frustrating draw, I found yesterday one all um i think we would have expected to have won that we had the chances to take the game and you know that's it's yet another um example of the strengths and the weaknesses of this Millwall team because there are strengths um i thought after an initial um wobbly half the first 45 minutes was was um frustratingly dreary um chances um you know being created not taken the second half i thought we were much better the goal which I initially thought was a Matt Smith goal. I think he claimed it in, in real time, but has now been credited with an own goal. But nevertheless, it doesn't matter how they go in as long as they cross the line, and, and that did. There's a decent flighted cross as well from Conor Mahoney, a, a boy of some controversy, Conor Mahoney. A um, few comments online, which we'll come to shortly, about um, whether he is or isn't a Mill player. He certainly seemed to react to something said in the crowd, as I said during the live piece. Bizarrely, though, in this topsy-turvy season, this championship that um, it seems to be a race that no one wants to win, that draw, um, despite not being what we really wanted, has <laughs> actually served to close the gap with other results because Preston um, remain on 56 points in sixth spot. Bristol City will be happier, of course. They're just behind Preston now in seventh position on 54 points after that draw yesterday at the Den. Lions remain in 10th. Position on 51 points, just five points off the playoffs. A few comments from yesterday. Gary Rowett speaking to the press. Richard Corley, I'm quoting here, of South London Press, um, said that we were pretty solid at the back. From 20 minutes on, we dominated and controlled the game. Uh, I don't know about that. I thought the first half generally was poor, if I'm honest. And I, I posted so on Twitter at the end of the first 45. We weren't great in that first 45, which again has been a bit of a pattern of late. Um, games we needed to <clears throat> do well in, we've come out and, and played poorly. But after the first 45, yes, we did improve. Um, Rowett had words. in his That's that's his own quote. We had a few words at half-time and the second half was much better. Um, just speaking about our lack of goals from open play, which we've referred to a couple of times on the show over over recent weeks, um, Gary Rowett says set pieces are our most likely source of scoring. <clears throat> That's the hard bit. You can't score a goal from every single set play. No, you can't. Um, equally, we're not conceding chances. We've got a good defensive structure, says Gary. Um, whether we play a back four or five, Hutchinson, Sean Hutchinson, was immense in the second half. And I, I agree, he's been a real rock in central defence. A few quotes from Twitter. Mill halfway line says, it was a strange game. Exciting in parts, it was good in parts, but both teams lacked confidence and quality was poor. Millwall really tore into set into Bristol City in the second half and we really should have won, says Millwall halfway line. Um, he makes a point a few others have made. The substitutions disrupted the momentum of the team rather than bringing renewed energy. Frustrating, there's that word again. Millwall Kev today, referring to the referee, which was poor. 
again, how many times we've got to say that. Uh, today we have a referee, says Kev, who makes even Kevin Friend appear straight and competent. Andrew MFC says on the same subjects, we've had some bad refs over the years. God knows we have, Andrew. God knows we have. But today's ref was a whole new level. So many baffling decisions. Nowhere near enough characters available on Twitter to list them all. What a joke. Both managers, incidentally, dear listeners, referred to the um, penalty shouts that both teams could have had. And I think probably both were decent shouts. The one, um, the foul on, on uh, Jason Malumbi, as the, as the ball kind of rebounded from the from the cross. Belton is clearly taken by the, the Bristol City. Straight in front of the referee. And one or two have made reference to how can you not See, that apparently said that um, one foul balanced another or some nonsense like that after the game to Gary Rowett. And also at the other end, and in the interest of balance, because this is a show that is always interested in balance, um, shout for, for handball on, on Jake Cooper, which again in real time looked a pretty good shout. I, I, I think also when you see the uh, the replays, you'd say the same if you put your, your neutral hat on. Stephen Jones makes the point that... Can you believe it? We've already said it. We've actually closed the gap to six spot with that point. Hashtag Millwall and a, and a crying of laughter face. Jack TK says, as long as Rowett continues not to know his strongest attacking players, we will not be killing off games anytime soon. Alternatively, he could think they're all shit, which is quite likely. Um, the great attacking debate. 41 goals now for the season from 36 games is, is not really good enough. So, yeah, you could probably make that point against the whole attack, Jack. I think you're right. AWOL27 says Mason Bennett should have come on for Tom Bradshaw. I know he would have brought Bod Varson on for Smith 10 minutes earlier. Uh, Jamie Pryor makes a point we've already touched upon that Bristol City were there for the taking, but Gary Rowett is right, says Jamie. We just don't have the quality up front. There's no substitute for it, Jamie. Absolutely no substitute for quality up front. Um, which is why, as we've said already a few times, I, I, I didn't quite understand the need to defensively reinforce um, when it's goal scoring that's our issue. I know Harry Warren will disagree with me. Tune into last week's show for our little conflab on that front, actually. It was uh, quite an amusing one. Jack Clark, speaking about Conor Mahoney, he's, uh, says that he's been through two managers for a fair bit of time now and no one can seem to get anything out of him. Um, the common, de common denominator is the club. I personally don't think he fits us, us in being Millwall. Doesn't seem to have the Millwall personality. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I liked his reaction to someone's snarky comment from the crowd when the goal went in. I like that. That's what I want to see more. I want to see more of the angry Conor Mahoney. Because a lot of the time, Conor, if you're listening to the show, um, and if you're not, why not? Um, you strike me as somebody that's a laid back, you know, um, Take a step back kind of bloke. I could be wrong. You might be the life and soul of um, the party, Mr. Saturday night. I don't know. But on the pitch, when you reacted, you delivered. And that's what we're going to see. That's the point. That it, I know it's tough and it's hard. And that's the way the Millwall crowd is. You're not going to change that. But if you get them on, on your side, if you react and play the ball, you'll, you won't want the better fans. I'll tell you that much. Another one from Richard Corley, Lee Johnson basically saying the referee was poor. That is the Bristol City manager with his decision-making against both teams. Doesn't want to say anything more as Lee does, Johnson did not want to get fined undone. I can get that, Lee. Good old Grumpy Grimace agreed that a penalty could have been given at the other end. And whether we are one all or 4 nil up, it's still poor refereeing. Let's look at other penalty decisions we haven't got this season. 
Even if we did win some of the games, it's poor refereeing, consistently poor. I've got to agree with you, Grumps. Um, the standard of decision-making is consistently poor. Um, when's that ever going to change? I don't know. Don't know. And finally, one which I've picked out as a nice and finally, from WallArt, one of my favourite accounts. If you're not following WallArt, follow it. Uh, makes a, a four-point post. One, he says, the playoffs are still a possibility. And yes, they are. This strange old season, we're still not completely out of the game. Because as point two says, three wins in a row, big ask perhaps, but three wins in a row, not impossible, would put us in the reckoning. The players, says Wallart, need to show more belief. Um, although he wouldn't pick the lineup, the attacking lineup, Gary Rowett's team selections shows that he still believes. Um, we've got to go to Nottingham Forest on Friday night. We've got to believe there. A win against the odds, perhaps, but that's Millwall all over. And all you can do is win the game that's in front of you and see what happens. So that's the Millwall news this week, dear listeners. Thank you for listening to Achtung Millwall. We'll be back midweek with the Real Millwall Fans Show. I haven't done the roads yet, so I can't remember who's next up. But I think it might be, it might be Mike, but we'll, we'll check. Um, thank you for listening to this show. We will be back with Achtung Millwall after the Derby game, which is in March. So thank you for listening. Arriva Derci Millwall. Achtung Millwall and the Real Millwall Fan Show are the number one Millwall podcast and we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts, your views, your rants about all things Millwall. We've got email, achtungmillwall at gmail.com or one word, achtungmillwall at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us and leave us a voicemail on 0208 144 0232. That's 0208 144 0232 leave us a voicemail no human will be involved in the receipt of your message so give us a shout tell us what you think about all things Millwall and the best messages will be read out on air Achtung Mailball Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.